Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Benicia Voice Podcast, or welcome to the Benicia Voice Podcast if it is your first time here. We hope you've all had a very good Thanksgiving. We certainly did. Did everybody have a good Thanksgiving on here? Yes, thank you very much. Did it you, Bob? Uh, yeah, nice. a great time. Awesome. Yeah, we hope you all had a good one. Uh, we've uh, we did as well. Uh, we're back here with the second episode of our housing series, our very exciting episode of housing. So, uh, so we've been discussing quite a bit of this because you know it's a it's a big topic and you know land management and the housing and where you know where we're going to have new industrial areas how we're going to how Benicia is going to thrive in the future. So uh, I'm gonna we have Andy here today who's our producer and Bart who's our executive producer. If uh, and uh, would you like me to? Uh, we thought we'd start by reading from the Benicia website. That would be great. Uh, <coughs> we have a little quote their, from the Benicia website. Planning for housing. so Which Andy is going to enlighten you all. Yeah, I will, yes. Yeah. So on the Benicia website, um, on their housing uh, page, it says planning for housing. Uh, the city of Benicia acknowledges that having a place to call home is an undeniable need shared by everyone. It is the city's intent to ensure adequate housing is available for everyone, whether owned or rented. Several current initiatives are underway to support the production and preservation of housing in Benicia. And there's some links. Um, the first one is the 2023 to 2031 housing element update. The current update to the housing element will guide housing development in Benicia for that uh, period, 2023 to 2031. We've got the Eastern Gateway Study Area, which is the city of Benicia is considering creation of a new zone district to accommodate the development of mixed-use and multi-family housing near the intersection of East 5th Street and Military East. And then we have objective standards for mixed-use and multi-family housing. In 2021, the City of Benicia adopted an update to the objective standards for the design and planning of new housing. The objective standards apply to housing development projects in the City of Benicia. And then we have Benicia encourages the production of accessory dwelling units, ADUs, which provide affordable housing opportunities within the community. So obviously there's some some plans going forward and some activity on the Benicia City Council, as we would expect with regards to housing. And I, I want to just bring back to uh, the podcast with Mayor Steve Young, who acknowledges, and I think most of the council, I think all the council do, yeah. that we have to increase um, the number of available housing units in Benicia to be able to with to inc to keep up with the cost of maintaining the city's services and public services and just to keep the city thriving financially. Um, so um, to keep its local economy thriving that's and right. to diversify, you know, bring <coughs> you know more younger people in, I guess, and absolutely, just, you know, diversify. Um, so I mean, all these are all, all these are separate subjects which we won't. Uh, go into in, in full depth here, but, but I just thought it was worth um, sh talking to the listeners about and explain to them what Benicia's uh, website says on on housing. So, so uh, today um, we're going to let Bart do some speaking today. That's his Christmas present from me. Yes, great. So, uh, I, good think, one, I think we want to. Uh, I think we'll <laughs> start gonna, off with. Today. There's actually a, an ongoing project uh, that's called the Sino Project or the North <laughs> Study yeah, Area. It, yeah, the North Study Area and and uh, and. Andy, do you have the, the website for that? I do. Yes, I do. So basically, um, the northern it's called the Northern Gateway Proposal. Um, 
And or is it North Study Dairy, North Study Area dot org? Is that the yeah? Um, yes, North Study Area was what I found. So I was looking. I've been looking into that, and Bart has been to a couple of the meetings. So he he is very knowledgeable on that. So we are going to let him uh, enlighten us today on what has been going. So I've, I've read a little bit about it. So it's in it's near sort of the Lake Herman area, um, and it's mainly about sort of light industrial use yeah. um, from what I've read. It's 527 acres. 528 acres. Or it says 27 on my... Oh, it says 28 <laughs> here. Oh, okay. I'm reading different things. So after, yeah, let's... Uh, here, I'll read, I'll read from the northstudyarea.org, which takes you to a, a, web, a part of the website on the Benicia City uh, website. It's called North Study Area. North Study Area Visioning Project aims to solicit public input on potential future land use options for the North Study Area property. Community input together with an economic analysis and evaluation of the property conditions will be used to develop several mixed-use concepts for further public review. Now, this this area, by the way, is uh, I should point out to people, is right off of um, East 2nd Street. It basically goes uh, past along East 2nd to 680 and up Lake Herman Road and come back, comes back down... Um, Pretty much right by industrial way, so it's a it's a pretty large area, and it looks like there's a, a water treatment uh, project that's going in perhaps up there as well near Lake Herman Road. Um, but this is the area we're discussing today, and I would encourage everyone on listening to the podcast to go to the NorthStudyArea.org uh, link, and that'll take you to, to this information. Um, there's been as far as I know, two meetings. There was a live meeting, or in-person meeting, uh, a few weeks ago, and then we just had an, a Zoom meeting that they put on, that the group put on, and the group is uh, headed up by I think a consulting company is doing the is doing most of the coordinating of this. Uh, but anyway, all the information for that is there. Some of the key points that came out were um, was basically uh, they want to see a mixed use of housing, light industrial, commercial space in a way that works well for more of a, that, that, that the property owner. So we should really stress that this property is privately owned and that privately owned property owner can build pretty much whatever the city will allow them to build. So we have to basically, uh, the idea is for the community to come up with a plan to, uh, that the property owner would be willing to take on, which has to be apparently a profitable property situation. Some of the issues that came up were, um, does it all have to be developed at once? Could it be, a, a, for example, developed in different segments? Um, can we put in multi-tenant you know, uh, multi housing, lots of multi-tenant housing? Can we do regular families housing? I think all that's in play. So we need the community to come in and really support their vi- support and to create a vision, basically, mm-hmm. to give to the property yeah. owner. So just... So it's a bit like what we currently it's similar to what we kind of have now i guess because um i mean where we are in the you know where the work where you know there's two bits of the industrial park um there's sort of mostly commercial and then sort of the older areas that is sort of like mixed use there's you know how there's sort of like uh, areas where you know people obviously live in and then there's you know it's more mixed um and it's also businesses but then you sort of the upper bit of the industrial park is more commercial near where you know Valero is and where uh, you know Dunlop is and all all this area this is uh, you know there's no sort of uh, living spaces in it right Um, so this would sort of be sort of expanding on this uh, the industrial park and 
I guess I'm right on that. It's just, in, you know, maybe yeah. sort of expanding and, on and, it. And I should and probably mention what the group was, uh, talked about in the last meeting, uh, the Zoom meeting, was a lot about um, it w doesn't have to be industrial. In other words, we have industrial uh, places out there. Industrial Park is just a name. Yeah. Um, but they're also looking at making part of it a corporate business park. So that's fine for companies that are not industrial. For example, maybe a company like, like BioRad's out there right now. And that's not, I don't know if it's considered industrial, but it's a biotech company. Yeah, so not necessarily manufacturing yeah. or, right. it, you know, office space or administrational space. Yeah. And, yeah. It's like a business yeah. park, just like yeah. a, more of a business park. So, yeah, so, yeah. Which yeah. would attract more businesses to, you know, to Benicia. Yeah, I think one of the things we that. should do is attract more business to Benicia, not necessarily industrial, but uh, all forms of businesses. Well, it's yeah. in a great location. Yeah. Yeah. Again, I mean, that's how... And, um, you know, being so close to the freeway and access to the city and, you know, we know that there's good potential here. So, yep. yes. So what, was, what was your main takeaway, Bart, from those from those meetings that uh, you my, went to? My, well, my main takeaway was, because I asked several questions, one question was, how far can we push the developer? In other words, what kind of vision can we give the developer what they would do? So the answer is, well, we can just keep pushing them as far as we can until they say, ouch, basically. So when they're, we'll say they don't want to develop it because it's too complicated. Um, the other issue that we should bring up momentarily, which we'll dive into more, is there's a toxic waste dump on the other side uh, near Northgate Church on the other side of Lake Herman Road from industrial technologies from years ago, which has been sealed but is leaking, as all Class A toxic waste dumps do. So building housing along Lake Herman Road would be very difficult because suddenly you have maybe toxic waste and lead and such coming down into the groundwater for people living there. So that could be a real problem. Hmm. So those kind of things have to be addressed if we're going to do any kind of housing <laughs> not, out not there. Not really something you really want. I'll let, let me just yeah. say. Did they have something similar at Rose Drive? Yeah, they had some kind of... I don't know more much about that. Wasn't that a tannery building or something? There was Wasn't some a tannery waste? Because there was a tannery there was something, was tannery yeah, something, waste up there. Yeah. And I remember hearing years ago about there being issues up on some areas of Rose Drive, but I think that got... It's a similar issue, I got think. Dealt, yeah. Got dealt with, yeah. yeah. This is pretty serious being a Class A uh, toxic... Mm. Anyway, we'll, we'll get into that at a future yeah. podcast, but... But just on the general thing. But the general, they, people want the housing, people want... Uh, one lady made a good case for the uh, biotech companies coming in since we're part of the biotech corridor, yeah. basically, which goes up through Sacramento, through Davis. Um, that it, it's a great way to make money for the city. It's a great type of business. It has mm -hmm. lots of employees. The downside is it produces a lot of traffic because it's a 24-hour business basically running. Mm -hmm. So there's that issue. But that was one of the great, I thought, were really great. I saw a proposal. I mean, I saw part of uh, the deal with that was uh, they would try and improve sort of more public transit, get more public transit access. Yeah, exactly. And that, and that yeah. you know, that, that would be... And you know, Ruben, we should, that should be, you should, next uh, meeting, we should all go to that and you should come in and voice your part of that because that should be part of the whole project because that's part of the vision, right? Bring in more transit there. Yeah, um, we'll give people the option to yeah. uh, get transit to, you know, their workplace. Uh, and, that, and that, like I said, is a sep completely separate podcast on, and, you know, on transit. But it's yeah. important if they, people are concerned about the traffic. But like I said, the other time... Oh, here we go, Bart. I'll get you speak. <laughs> His Christmas present. I took it away from him. <laughs> Poor Bart. Um, right, anyway, one of the things that... Uh, that brings up a good point is, is, is how do people access that area? Well, basically right now, 2nd Street would be the access and the freeway coming out the freeway. So it's, it's relatively hard to get, get to that area from, from downtown just because it's a single corridor, basically, getting out there so um one of the thoughts came up is maybe we build a community out there so that it would be more than just a uh, extension of row of you know a 
of Water's End or whatever. It would actually be for housing. It would be an, its own self-sustained community. And you had yeah. an interesting point, which was... Glen Cove. Right. I mean, Glen Cove is really nearby. It's it's one of those things that we could use as a model for that kind mm-hmm. of housing mixed-use area. Mm-hmm. Now, it doesn't have industrial in there. No. But, but it does have, but it, but the whole, but yeah. it could be, as you say, it could present part of the model of what yes. we could do in that area. And it works well. It's got its own situation. It's got its own store, its own thing. And, and we could even bring in accessible housing here. We could bring in that maybe a thousand, uh, you know, units. And let's just, let's just, I just want to clarify again for people who haven't actually listened to the previous podcast on housing and maybe others that we've discussed with the uh, council members, but the word accessible housing is basically housing that is accessible to to people. Have you got a definition of it here? No, but people like you know teachers, firefighters, and young families, seniors, generally people that make less than hundred thousand dollars. Right. Yeah, would be considered uh, accessible. Matter of fact, that's that qualifies those people in that category. That qualifies people for assistance, mm. even at hundred thousand dollars. And all these people are necessary in this. You know, yes. those those professions are very, very necessary and essential services. Yes, in a thriving community, yes. which is why you have you should, as the Benicia website has said, provide be able to provide housing for people who aren't earning. Hundred thousand dollars plus. Yeah, we need that. They need to have a local access. This mm-hmm. is why we. This is why it'd be a great, great community <coughs> to offer accessible housing out yeah. there for the for, for people like right, that. Right, and, okay. and the economy needs it. You know, this is this is the thing. The economy, yeah. you know, needs mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, this is the last big development project in Benicia. It's it would be totally built out at that point, and we would only be left really with small segments of property. To Interesting. Be so that so that would be the the sort of the identifiable housing the parcels parcels that have yes. been identified within the city limits. Oh, and all, and by the way, the uh, the study we did discuss uh, that parcel because we don't know it's what it's going to do eventually. It could never be built on because mm-hmm. the builder may decide not to build yep. on it. The owner, I shouldn't say builder, the owner. Um, so they didn't include that in the in what's available as uh, the I think we said a thousand parcels in Venetia. Mm-hmm. It wasn't included in that thousand parcels. So this this particular development potentially could be it could help either be it or it could help or actually could help us down the road that's as, what i'm as, saying as new yeah. requirements come out it gives us more uh, more leeway mm. yeah as well as the i mean like i said alongside uh, the eastern gateway if that goes if that goes ahead as well uh, is there a, is there much in the way of was there much in the way of opposition to something yeah, like well, this at the meeting? Opposition um, meeting? That's that's a good question. I, I think the I think the consultants did a great job of not bringing any opposition. They were just kind of getting uh, information from the cup from the public. So I don't know if real if real negotiations have started onto what what they wouldn't do, what the owner wouldn't do. So I encourage everybody to get involved in this project. This is a big deal for the city mm-hmm. and and could really mean a lot for our. I mean, it, it could literally. Uh, help all of our financial situations with the city just mm-hmm. to be bringing the right kind of companies with the right kind of workforce that ele- that can bring us tax revenues really and such. interesting yeah i mean i think the only sort of opposition that i've heard about you know housing was that one down i think that development that was going to be on i think it was like the east side of near first street um and they sort of they put a lot of people like that small town vibe and 
I mean, I, I guess some of it is valid, some of it, you know, but like oh, said, everyone's yeah, got mean, their the, own yeah, the, 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 the lot we, That was our last podcast talking about yeah. a little bit, just kind of a touched on the uh, east, Eastern part, Gateway, is the, par- the parking lot. No, the, parking, oh, the park, are, are we talking yeah. about the Eastern Gateway situation? Right? Oh, the, the no, parking it's lot. the parking lot yeah. one. Uh, but I, I think that's, I mean, that's different, but I think that's the only thing. I don't think I would see much sort of opposition to building up out here because I mean you know yeah. like I said the Venetian needs business it needs more businesses coming in it needs the revenue yeah, so, so that people don't get you know it doesn't come down to the resident level like you know you know they have to start paying more sales tax exactly I mean, yeah. um, I mean one of the things we talked about besides like Glen coping potential that was a, I thought about that today actually Glen Cove was a great model um, one of the one of the cool things is there's com- there's places like Seattle that have a mixed use situations going on right now where they have industrial near housing that are working well. I don't know the names in the communities, but they're they're there. There's some in Oregon as well. There's different places around the country that have this great way. So we should be looking at those models to help us kind of define it. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely say so. Looking at other areas and. Um but it's you know I've I've never been to Seattle. It's a one place I wanted to check out. And then also um, one of the comments came up: if, What if what can the city get some of the the land for other uses? For example, can the in exchange for producing the property, can the owner basically give up some of the land uh, for parks, open space, mm-hmm. those kind of things that the city would be able to run mm-hmm. for the for the community enjoyment, which is important. The green green spaces are. I yeah. mean, when I was in New York, um, we you know it was in, you know we went to Central Park and. We just went, yeah. you know, we thought this is really important. It made me think as well, like how important the green space is in the city. Well, it is. You'd never it's actually, like, it's like, you know, it's like any, like you'd never know when you're in the middle of Central Park, it's hard to believe you're in the center of Manhattan. In this huge city with this huge and population. It's, it's beautiful. It's, yeah, it's amazing. It really is you know, beautifully done. And and I think that's an, a great example. I know it's New York City, but it's a great yeah. example of, of what can be done where you can provide beautiful green space within a very populated, densely populated and city. Yeah, it's amazing. And have, na- have nature. I mean, somebody um, said to me what they like about Benicia is that they, they say they feel like there's a lot of nature. Yeah, there, of you know, by the way, there is a group that we're, we'll have yeah. on the, we're having on the podcast, I remember now, it's, it's for the, uh, is the, gr- the Green Gateway Project. Yeah, the Green Gateway Project. So that, that is a different, uh, that's, a, that's a different proposal that, um, that we, should, we should talk about. That could be, uh, is, they want to do it in place of the North Study area. And essentially, uh, they have a different vision. So let's let them come in on a podcast to discuss that area. And so seems, so these, these projects that we're talking about are part of that 2023 to 2031 uh, yeah. development, yeah. housing development yeah. um, program, which Benicia is, is looking at, uh, at doing in that sort of 10-year yeah. or 8-year period. Oh, and I, uh, it, this is exactly right. I did ask some questions about like solar panels and, and, mm-hmm. and, you know, and things, things like that that will help the renewable energy situation. Mm-hmm. And they're, at, they're all for that, putting in more solar farms in this particular park as well. Good. So that's all. Even Maybe even some wind, depending yeah. on the situation. Yeah. So, so actually, it provides actually a really interesting opportunity to develop uh, a community within Benicia, which could be really uh, in, um, what's it, embracing um, solar, wind, 
and other renewable yeah. energy as well. Let's bring in, uh, you know, I think we're going to have another podcast next week. Let's try to bring in the, some of the city leaders, like bring back Steve in, bring back in yeah. uh, some people to talk about this project a bit. Yeah. Uh, we haven't had uh, we haven't had Trevor on uh, on the podcast. No, so we need to bring get him Trevor in here. Sensky on. He's, yeah, but uh, let's bring him in and and we can talk about this and sort of their ideas, their visions, because they're they're part of the community as well, obviously. Because mm. exactly. when you've got a piece of land like that, you've kind of got a blank canvas to yes. be able to say, yes. okay, let's bring in what the technology and the way that we can develop all these different things. Talking about Glencoe, but different models yes. around around the country, around the area, and and make it. You know, a, a, a I don't know, just make it an, an interesting housing project rather than what you were saying earlier was just sort of, you know a quick development developer coming yeah. in and putting up houses. Yeah, this has been around. Right, this has been around since the sixties, the late sixties or early seventies. This was the original Sino project, uh, which which got tanked a while back. Right, exactly that. Which is because once you've built it, it's very hard to go back. That's it. That's it. This, Can't unscramble eggs. This is our this is our canvas. We have to deal with. So this is exactly. It gets a good point. It's a canvas. Yeah, it's a canvas. Mm -hmm. That's, that is a good point. The tricky so, part is we have to tell the artist what what to paint. And we're not paying the artist necessarily. The artist has to get paid by whoever buys the painting. But then again, also, but for the for the for the developer, um, let's you know, development companies are looking at ways to. I know it's privately owned land, but I mean, wouldn't it be a great a great advertisement for them? If yes. they were to develop a a, a place of oh my gosh, many acres it is. yeah, imagine they put in like some some uh, art center there that has a view of the water or, or they some did beautiful some landscape, yeah, land park, and park. Yeah, or, I mean, yeah, oh my and gosh. on top of it would be beautiful. I mean, it would be a fantastic uh, legacy, wouldn't it? Yes, and and, and I wonder what the, my question is: what what can the city do to help? In other words, they can't financially apparently help, but there's other things they can do. What can they do to to do things? So well, just they've got to, well, obviously, they've got to approve. Right. They've got <laughs> approval. This is the thing. It's privately owned as well. So you've got to make, you know, got, there's that little. Yeah, but they could approve it. So they, mm. they, it's, it is, the, it's comes down to negotiation. It comes down yeah. to having these discussions that you've been talking about, the meetings, getting people yes. involved in the meetings. Yeah, and that's my and advice to everybody this. is get to know, um, you know, if you have any sort of opinion, you know, get get to know your council members, get to, you know, get involved and, you know, involved in all of this. And yeah. we invite you to join us on our podcast you. as well. Yeah, if subscribe you have, to the podcast. Yeah, and, 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 and listen to it. And if you feel like you want to get involved in it, you're more than welcome to come and, and join us at some point as well. But, yeah, this this is what we're trying to achieve with our podcast is to is to uh, inform and hopefully give some information more, you know, on what developments are going on in Benicia and what's happening in Benicia. So, um, so just to conclude, uh, do you have any uh, final sort of conclusion about uh, to this? Is there a meeting coming up? Is there any, any other meetings coming up? Well, I think, we well, I, I'm not, not aware of any, I'm sure there will be, but I'm not any, uh, aware of any right but now. We can announce those, can't we? Yeah. So I know there's a city council meeting next Tuesday. So uh, what are they every? What are, when are the city council meetings? Ruben? Is it the? F is it? I think it's the first Tuesday, the first and third Tuesday of every month. Right. So and they're always at six six p.m. Yes. And I, you know, I got the time wrong last time when I turned up an hour late. So <laughs> that's, I'll get it right this time. It's six six p.m. The second, the first, first and third, third Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah, you, oh, you got that. Oh, I should say oh, they can they can write us message. People can write to our email address, beniciavoice at yahoo.com. Oh, okay, good. Cool. Beniciavoice yeah. at yeah. yahoo.com. That's well, a great way to get it. That. Yeah. Um, 
So today, uh, well, we'll, my last comment was we're going to have a lot more discussions on, the, on this area and housing. So people, please stay tuned because we're going to get some deep dives here. And if you have any questions, send them in through the email. And I think you can also maybe comment on our, our website. Yes. Our, um, I, think, I think that this is such a, an interesting topic because it, as Benicia's website says itself, people need housing. It needs to be – the word affordable tends to – create a stigma which yes. i think which is interesting because it shouldn't but it does um and also like who's it affordable for and correct. that's the other question so we should use the word accessible i think accessible word. is a better word because yeah. affordable does ha- tend to have a stigma attached to it which is a shame because it shouldn't yeah. have but it does and um you know so so, so and have you got any final comments well we, we, we were going to say uh ruben as a experienced yeah. uh, voice actor well let's let's take uh, our sponsors first let's thank let's thank chk electronics let's oh, thank, yeah yeah thank 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 all of our sponsors out there for podcasts and please please subscribe um, yeah we yeah. are looking for additional sponsors actually to get involved and yeah, we, uh, we would always be we'd always welcome uh, a small donation towards our podcast and sponsors that would be willing to help us to continue to uh, to afford the equipment and the space and and just the uh, and just to get involved if you would like to involved if you would like this, to you know you know yeah, everyone you know everyone is well is welcome to get involved and you know it's the it's the Benicia voice for a reason we have to you know to move forward the best way to move forward is to have a good discussion at a community level and so it's discussions right so we're going to have so we introduced thing called the broom handle this particular oh. podcast for Ruben it's Bart's so special the broom, broom handle, handle I get poked with it Bart gets poked with it Ruben gets poked it's with it it's mainly Bart that's controlled yes it's, 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 it's not very technical <laughs> but it, it does actually Bart's work Bart's favourite Christmas <laughs> present it helps us when we're all off on one <laughs> talking <laughs> and the second thing we want to talk about is Ruben's uh, ability to be able to uh, do voices which yeah, is uh, yeah. I, yeah. I never knew how great a voice well, so, voice actor Ruben is and so today we're going to start off with a, a part, uh, this little bit of segment here I want to see Bart and Bart talking to yes. each other first of all okay so off you go <laughs> you can that. tell who's the real one so Bart uh, I have to ask you something about um, the, the project here the housing I just really think it needs to get move forward I think you know that's one thing that we could move forward with is you know getting more uh, more uh, buses and everything going up there <laughs> Hey, look! I think we people. should get more. more so I think it's great. <laughs> I think it's. I think it's great. I think it's really cool. Okay, now, now, do, now do Andy. Do Andy. Well, I actually think that um, you know like, we need to try and move forward really with this. I think it has to be done. You know, we need to try and move forward in in the conversation. And okay, uh, okay what now, would, now do what somebody would, else. Yeah. What would uh, Steve say about it? Steve yeah, how Young? would Steve Young say this about the housing situation in Venetia? Well, we need to diversify our tax base. Is what we need to do and. Uh, Miss Bird Science told us about that. And uh, so that's what we need to do. Uh, maybe have some high-speed rail. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> mm. <laughs> I'm really that? tired. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Ruben, I, I'm just so impressed by one your day. voice ability. Oh my we, gosh. We are going to have to have one more. So uh, one if, more, yeah. if Donald, because he's now, he's now announced that he's going to be running for president again, what would his opinion be on housing in Benicia, Ruben? Well, I have to tell you something. I think Benicia is a beautiful place. I think it's absolutely beautiful. It's right on the water. And I think, wow. you know something, it's just a beautiful place. I think it's got a great downtown. It's got a great bar and grill, Luca Bar and Grill, I have to say. Beautiful place. Good pizza places. Good 
places to eat food. Char's hot dogs is a great hot dog. It's a tremendous hot dog, actually. Okay, okay we'll do one, we'll do one more. The housing uh, yeah, is, yeah, i got to say about the housing. Yeah. I think <laughs> don't interrupt having, him. <laughs> please don't. That's, don't be rude. Floor. Don't be rude, please. <laughs> don't be rude. And I have to say, you know, as long as we get more business, beautiful business, that would be great in Benicia. Beautiful Benicia. Thank you, Bart. Okay, do, okay, you do, one, do one more, Ruben. Your, your, your choice. Oh, I don't, I don't know. We've had, um, it's not really anymore. Those are my, correct, my best one, I think, was Donald. But <laughs> if we get more guests on, I have to leave it for a surprise. <laughs> Hello, everybody. <laughs> Who created some great music for Lucas over the years. And he'll be on a podcast at some point. He will. We'll discuss yeah, live music, because that is another thing in Benicia. Great yeah. live music. Yeah. So, like I said, thank and you, And tonight everybody. we're playing at Lucas. Yeah, but um, th- th- if people hear this afterwards... That won't, this, no. that won't be, but if you hear it no, tonight, publish, yeah. we're playing at Lucas tonight. So. As, you, as you probably didn't know, but Benicia, Ruben and myself, we play in our bands called Uncommonwealth. And uh, so outside of our podcast and our other jobs, we uh, we have a band called Uncommonwealth. And tonight we're playing... It's a great band. Yeah. Thank you, Bart. Thank you, Bart. We're playing at Lucas tonight from 5.30 to 8.30. It coincides with the Benicia Christmas tree lighting event, which is always a fun event. So if you get a chance and you hear this podcast before, then come on down. If not, then we'll see you next time. If you hear it before then. That's the big takeaway from this, yeah. if you hear it before then. But if not, we hope you have... Thank you for listening to the, the, the podcast. Um, and we hope you have a great weekend and good rest of your week. So take care and stay tuned for the next one. Thank you. Bye-bye.